Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I think I'm getting more and more comfortable. Obviously, offensively, you know, my teammates are doing a, a great job looking for me even more, and uh, and it's on me to, you know, to, to be a better playmaker and then finisher around the rim for my team. And I put a lot of work in every day to, to get better, and uh, and I know that, you know, in the playoffs, it's going to be huge for me to to be dominant out there. And obviously, defensively, you know, I think, you know, I keep raising my level and try to keep raising the team level defensively every single day to, you know, when it's, when it's playoff time uh, for us to be at our best defensively. That, of course, is Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I like when he talks, man, because he understands the task at hand. You know, he's there defensively and get better offensively. And as his teammates find him, which is one of the things that he's wanted, and Dennis Lindsay talked about that uh, last year, and then it's on to Rudy to be better around the rim, to find ways to put the ball in a basket and all those types of things. And you know, it's, a, it's certainly an added scoring punch when he does that. There's no question about that. But uh, he's a man who has a lot of conviction and a lot of determination to be as good as he could possibly can be. And for the Jazz perspective and for you as a fan, that is good news. The Jazz are in Memphis tonight, 35-11. and 11. They take on Memphis for the third time in four games. Six o'clock is tip-off time here, and coverage will begin in the zone. With our man Tim Lacoma, Jake Scott, right here at 5 o'clock with Jazz Game Night pregame show. And they had a little bit of an issue. I'm sure you've heard about it by now. Yesterday, they went to take off uh, early afternoon, and the plane had some collisions with birds. And then came back. Of course, that causes some problems with the engines and fires and failures and all that stuff. So they turned around. And in the course of that, Somewhat of an interesting development. I don't have any news as far as details of what's going on. Donovan Mitchell was on the plane, as we understand, but then when it landed and took off again, he was not on the plane. So he will be excused tonight for personal reasons. He will not play. He missed a couple of games. I think it was with Dallas, if I remember correctly, earlier this year. and have to double-check that, but they had that little two-game series at home. And Dallas was in a real bad spot at that time. I think yeah, Donovan was in concussion protocol, if I remember correctly. You are and correct. So he, yeah, so he didn't play. So uh, that's a blow, obviously. He, and he's been playing at just a tremendously elite level. There's no doubt about that. But he's excused, and he's not going to be there for this game. So the Jazz got to find a way to win without him. We'll see what they can do. Okay, let's move on to the NBA. Hashtag NBA. Gordon Hayward, pull up from 15, knocks it down. Gordon Hayward's first points of the second half, and he now has 20. Campazzo whips the pass the front court to Barton. No look pass. Porter got two hands. 27 for MPJ. Out front for the Suns, Chris Paul, give it to Booker. Had a look, but couldn't get the shot up. Now backs away for three. Shazam! Three-pointer by D. Booker. Late night in the NBA, the Suns were in a little bit of a battle with the Hawks down to the end, but they made some shots. The Hawks didn't, and so the Suns get out of there at home with a 117-110 win as they remain 
in second place. I think it's a week from tonight that the two teams play each other. Looking forward to that game. Let me double check that. That's a week from tonight, right? I've, I had looked earlier and saw that that's what it was, but I've got their... They don't put out the pocket schedule anymore. That world has ended. Yeah, it It's has. all about to just go on the uh, your app, and away you go. Yes, one week from tonight. That's right. It's an 8 o'clock game. The Jazz and the Suns down in Phoenix, I think it is there, right? That's an away game. Yep, down and in Phoenix, so, yep. Yeah, and that's a ESPN game, too. So it'll be... Uh, a game to look forward to a little bit, uh, see where the Suns are, because they beat the Jazz earlier this year, fourth game of the season. So we'll get to that next week. Uh, Nuggets, uh, Michael Porter Jr., 27-12. and 12. You know, I had Mike Smith on, Jazz uh, broadcaster, and uh, he was saying that he thinks that Porter can be a real difference maker rather than Aaron Gordon. And Porter, when he's playing like that, it makes them really tough. But so far with Aaron Gordon, they're 2-0. and So we'll see how that goes for the Nuggets. We'll be watching that. They beat the Sixers. And then, of course, I look in the Sixers, and Embiid's not playing. It seems like, man, he misses a lot of games. Uh, the Magic. The Magic, man. The Magic that were left for dead. Go and beat the Clips. Listen to the uh, end of that game out on the radio there, and that was a surprise. As far as that goes, I didn't see the Clippers losing that game uh, by any stretch to the Magic, but the Magic play very well. And if you look at the Clippers, you go, okay, who didn't play? All right, well, you got Rondo still hasn't gotten there, I guess. Uh, Patrick Beverly uh, didn't play. And then, of course, our guy Paul George didn't play. So that maybe explains a little bit. They certainly were a big-time shorthanded. Kawhi Leonard played. But uh, two or three guys that, well, two starters possibly. If you consider Beverly a starter, we'll see what Ty Lue does with that lineup. And they started Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard at guards. They didn't play that poorly in terms of scoring. They didn't shoot the ball that well. Uh, like a combined uh, 12 for 34. So I guess you can give them a little bit of a pass there since they didn't have their lineup. Uh, Lou Williams, who was traded, said he seriously considered retiring. I had a lot of investments there. Not, uh, I don't think he's talking literal uh, real estate or whatever. It's just emotion and equity, that type of thing. We had some success. We were gearing up for another deep run, a championship run. That was my mentality. I thought I would finish the season there. Yeah, I can understand that because that was a surprise. Uh, Lou Williams going from uh, the Clippers to the Hawks. Uh, Andre Drummond, he's going to start right off the bat, man, tonight the Lakers and replace uh, Andre Drummond or excuse me replace Mark Gasol in the lineup and I'm interested to see what that means for the Lakers because Drummond put up some decent stats along the way uh, and what does that mean you know I can't really say now they're playing the Bucks, and that game is on uh, ESPN at 8 o'clock right about the time the Jazz game getting ready to end you can flip over and see what you got going there as far as that goes, Suns are at the Bulls. Uh, no, the Bulls are at the Suns, excuse me, because the Bulls come into town over the weekend. See what's uh, what's up with that. All right, that's your NBA right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag college basketball. And the quest for perfection moves to the final four. 
30-0, Gonzaga is headed to the Final Four for just the second time in school history. Dickinson is going to inbound. Takes the basketball. Dickinson looking. Fires it in. Wagner turns. Fires a three for the win. No good. Off the back of the rim. And UCLA has won it from the first four to the final four. UCLA 51, Michigan 49 for the 19th time in school history. The first since 2008. The Bruins are going to the final four. So there you go. Gonzaga and UC Los Angeles on their way to the Final Four. The Gonzaga Bulldogs. Is that one of those things when you say the quest for perfection? It has to be the quest. It can't be the try. It can't be the run. It's like disaster. If you use the word disaster or if you use the word unmitigated, what is next? Every time you use the word unmitigated, does disaster have to follow? An unmitigated success? Yeah, that doesn't really work. It's always an unmitigated disaster. Ominous clouds. Words that have to go together. The quest for perfection. That was the big thing with Bronco years ago at BYU football. T-shirts were there. The quest for perfection. Gonzaga sure looked good. For sure the world is seeing, I believe, what we know. That they have got an awesome team. They've got an awesome coach. And they, I picked them to win it. I see no reason why they don't win it. I mean, they obviously got two more games to go. But when you look at Timmy and uh, you can go through and Kispert and Suggs and Ayaye and Nimhard and Watson, blah, 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 blah. He's got a really good team. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. And they just took SC right out of the game early. That thing was over in a hurry, man. Wow. Very, very impressive. They've had some impressive wins this season, and I think that might have been the most impressive on the biggest stage when they're getting the most attention. You would think, anyway. At least it was for me as I watched that. But I've been impressed with them for years now, especially this season. I don't think they get beat. And then that Bruin game over Michigan. Uh, man, you see Los Angeles couldn't buy a basket early. It was like six, seven minutes. It seems like they were stuck on four forever. They got job done, clamped down on defense, and Michigan is out as a number one seed. The 11 seed goes in. So, looking forward to that. What, what is that? Uh, Saturday, Monday? Is that were they back yep, on the traditional sat- Saturday, schedule? Monday, traditional format? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'll be paying attention to that for sure, particularly with these two teams here. The one note on Saturday though is it's a mid-afternoon and an evening game rather than two evening games as they've been normally. Okay. All right, well, play ball when we get there. Yeah, you've got uh, Baylor versus Houston here. You've got it written down at 314. Or, yeah, 314. This is our time, I assume. And then Gonzaga and UCLA at 634 Saturday night. Uh, Looking forward, particularly to that latter game, Baylor and Houston. uh, I don't really care about that one. I mean, I don't care who wins either, any of these games. But my interest is much more in the second game than in the first game. And we're in the transfer portal season. Riley Batten, I assume that there was some type of meeting with Craig Smith and he decided to come back. So he's going to return for the Utes, so that's good news for them. And then BYU, it's the old Kyle, well, not the old Kyle Whittingham line, but the Kyle Whittingham line in which he said when his receivers uh, were leaving the program, the transfer portal giveth and the transfer portal taketh, as he went biblical. And BYU, that's in their situation as Wyatt Lowell who has had injuries in his, what, two seasons with the Cougars? Correct. And uh, 
Colby Lee is out the door. Now, Colby Lee, uh, he was a starter earlier in the year, and then it, uh, not only did he not start, it just was reduced to DNPCD, did yeah. not play coach's decision. Glued to the so, bench. So he fell off. And that's why you got to take what Mark Pope says, I think, with a little bit uh, of a grain of salt and have some skepticism, because I can remember him saying when uh, last year it was Lowell and Baxter, uh, big men who were out just like it was this year, uh, ironically enough, if that's irony. It's a tragedy for both of those kids getting hurt, not being able to play. I can remember Pope saying that Colby Lee is going to be so good. He's going to surprise you, blah, 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 blah. And there he is sitting at the end of the bench when the season ends and it's most important time of the year. He's not playing. So you can build up the guys, but you got to be careful that uh, guys like me are going to remember what you say. And I can remember him specifically telling us how great Colby Lee was going to be. And it turns out that's not the case. And then, of course, Jesse Wade and Connor Harding had already announced they were going to leave the program. Now, for the Utes, we will have their new basketball coach joining us in just about two hours, a little less than two hours. Craig Smith, University of Utah men's basketball coach, will be on with myself. Uh, DJ's off today. Uh, probably going to be out tomorrow. We'll have an announcement on that coming forward. Uh, Craig Smith going to be joining us at 9 o'clock. That's your college basketball right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. We're still within the 20-game format. That was something that was important to the NFLPA, and that was part of the structure of our CBA. What we're looking to do here is taking the data, and actually the data, the highest rate of injury is actually in a preseason game. So they want more money, and they're going to tell us that that's what the data shows, right? All right, fine, whatever, man. As a sports fan, more power, more games. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, so that's Roger Goodell talking about adding that 17th game. Some players who they agreed to it a year ago, I guess, and then now you've some some players have come out and complained. Though, so they'll reduce a preseason game, which certainly I'm fine with, and then have the extra game. Uh, and they'll have the one bye week. Now, you wonder what's going to happen there because if teams are in a situation where their playoff spot is completely and totally solidified, obviously those main starters are not going to play that 17th game anyway. So is that uh, tends to – no, it's not going to be all that. There's going to be teams that they're going to be fighting for playoff berths, but the teams who have it set up probably are going to rest guys So because they already do that as it is. If they got that in 16. So more football, that mount, that counts and matters from a fan perspective is good. I just hope there's not the injury perspective there. I guess we'll have to have uh, several years of data before we can figure that out. And also speaking to reporters, after the first of a two-day virtual meeting of owners, Commissioner Roger Goodell said, all of us in the NFL want to see every one of our fans back. Football is simply not the same without them. We expect to have full stadiums in the upcoming season. That would be a great news, right? Uh, the league never established uh, a tenant attendance cap while playing during the heart of the COVID in this past season, deferring instead to individual teams in conjunction with state and local regulations. Attendance dipped and more than 90% compared to 2019, and a total of 1.2 million fans were included in the attendance counts for the entire regular season and, of course, the postseason. Now, that makes sense that they took that big of a hit, and we all hope it's back to normal. But I guess we have to hear what uh, those people say who are in government positions, if you're so into that and believe they, they know what they're talking about. 
Former Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields notched an unofficial 4-4-4 time in the 40. Wow, man, he is fast. And he showed off his arm. Sensational. I wonder what uh, certain people say about that. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing the experts evaluate that one. That's your NFL 97.5-1280 The Zone. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Baseball goes dark today. Spring training, the games are officially over. How about that? No more spring training. It went by so fast, didn't it? Today's the last day of March. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. So uh, the season starts tomorrow. You're going with MLB. Spring is in the air. The weather's supposed to be good this weekend. In northern Utah, the birds will be chirping. Home Depot will be packed. There you go. And things remain the same. Mike Trout of the Angels. Consensus betting favorite to win the MVP at 2-1 to one odds. Following uh, that, of course, is the American League. Uh, Alex Bregman of the Astros. Uh, so there, he's a second at 11-1. And Aaron Judge of the uh, Yankees 12 to 1 and Cleveland's Jose Ramirez uh, 14 to 1. Oshani 20 to 1. We'll see about that. Hopefully for him he can keep himself healthy. Now you don't have American League, but I would think uh, Fernando Tatis would be up there. We'll see if Bryce Harper can get going. He's got one MVP a few years back when he was with the Washington Nationals. My pick, mark this down, Yak. Get back to me in October. Okay. My pick. For National League MVP, Corey Seager, shortstop for the Dodgers. That's he stays healthy. He's absolutely going to be in the mix. I mean, he, I, I watched some spring training ball, and man, it seemed like every game I watched, he was just mashing. I think he had eight home runs in March. You know, we'll see. It doesn't matter once the season starts tomorrow. But to me, he's a great player. So both MVP awards going home to LA with the Angels and the Dodgers. Then, in your opinion. Yeah, except I don't consider the Angels L.A., but that's I, just I'm I'm with you. I, my wife's from Orange <laughs> County, and she says the fact that they're named the Los Angeles Angels will forever irk her. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, that's like, you know, it's not uh, Meridian State. It's Boise State. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? I so. You know, an hour removed from being in L.A., but yeah. you know. No, Meridian is closer to that, but uh, that's the only one I could think of that had a, had a name to it. So, uh, yeah, UC Los Angeles. It's not in Riverside because you know what that is? That's UC Riverside. Yes, UC Riverside. Yeah. Or our favorite community in the Southland, San Bernardino. I was going to say, yeah, UC San Bernardino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay Bay's first baseman. We know him, Choi. He played. We saw him. G-Man Choi He's going to undergo scarborough sur- surgery on his right knee. Expected to be sidelined for maybe a month, month and a half. So, and I already said spring training is opening tomorrow. I'm excited. Or spring training actually it's over yesterday, and the regular season starts tomorrow. So I'll be watching some baseball tomorrow, some real baseball, as they have a flood of games on television. All right, I said you, Chris, Craig Smith is going to be joining us at 9:05 at 8:30 on every Wednesday. We have Tim Lacombe. Utah Jazz radio, uh, radio studio analyst, and of course he was 
assistant coach and staff member at the Utah uh, Jobs, and he, he knew about Craig Smith. As far as I can tell, he had it first on Twitter. Now, I don't know that that's for sure. I know those Twitter wars now to see who has it first and all that stuff. Not like you get anything more for that. If you got more money, that'd be great. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get a personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. You can call them. The phone number for Shamrock Plumbing is 801-295-1690. 295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up next, I gave you who is the guest. We're going to have a special guest going to be joining us here at the bottom of the hour. So stay with us on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. 